Hello, everyone, and thank you for coming to the Dads, Beards, Nerds Prime Podcast, episode 15. The podcast where one of us can grow a beard and the other, not so much. My name's Anthony. And I'm George. And our guest today is... Hi, I'm Chris. I mean, Scott. I'm, I'm Scott. <laughs> Hi. That's right. Scott White is joining us. Scott is a writer for IrrationalPassions.com, a Twitch screamer, and graphic artist extraordinaire. I, I, I tried to channel my inner Oprah when I said extraordinaire. Like, you get an extraordinaire. You get an extraordinaire. Everybody gets an extraordinaire. You're, you're making me blush. I was running through my house while staying extraordinaire with my arms out, uh, outstretched like Naruto runs. Oh, you gotta do the backwards. <laughs> you gotta have the arms behind you, man. That, exactly. That's the only way so to So much run. faster. <laughs> but yes, we have. So much uh, faster. We have Scott White from Rational Passions today. Uh, I, I hit Scott up on on Twitter because we've been going back and forth on Twitter for the last what couple months, and I enjoy all the shit. We've been flirting back and forth for a little bit. You know? <laughs> yeah, you're like going back and forth. Anthony, say it how it is. We've been flirting hard. <laughs> 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 My wife comes in the middle of the night while I'm sleeping, kicks down the door, punches me in the face. Who the fuck is Scott? <laughs> Why is he tweeting you? <laughs> she can never know our forbidden love. She's got a knife to my throat. I cry. I, I'm sorry. I fell in love. I just I need to be with him. I'm I did choose it. Love chose us. The children have two dads now. They have two dads. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, just want to say real quick, thank you to everybody. Uh, this is episode 15. Uh, finally, episode 15. We uh, worked really hard to get here. With all the pro gear we have now, um, I just realized I have headphones on, but I did not actually plug in um, my stuff. <laughs> so you're batting a thousand. That got, yeah, let's hope none of that got picked up on audio. I think we should roll with it anyways because I feel like it fits our aesthetic of uh, just a uh, hot trash fire. Uh, <laughs> We're not, but, that, uh, let's, not that bad. Yeah, yeah, you're right. We're not that bad. Let's but let's jump into housekeeping. So. If you enjoyed the podcast, please check out our reviews it's posted every Saturday to podcast services and daily news segments posted Monday through Friday. If you'd like to support the podcast other than listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadspiritsnerds, where you can donate to us via the support the podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of 99 cents, $4.99, or $9.99 per month. Do you want to be the first person to do that? If you are, please, for the love of God, message me so I can give you free shit. Next up, fun news. <laughs> we have written up a sponsored template. So if you know a business that would be interested, please DM us on any of our social media platforms. We would love to contact them about possibly becoming a sponsor for the show. Now, find us on twitter.com at dadsbeardsnerds. Find us on Instagram. I don't know why I said twitter.com. Find us on the twitter.com. Uh, find us on Instagram at dadsbeardsnerdspodcast. And if you'd like to be part of our ever-growing Discord community, find that link in our Twitter bio. Next up, find us on Twitch at Dad's Beards Nerds, where sometimes we'll stream it, uh, especially if I can figure out how to make my fucking OBS work. Next up, <laughs> find George at Ghioco on Twitter. That's G-H-I-O-C-O, Ghioco. And find me, Anthony, on Twitter at Dad Bod Plays. You know, I finally fixed my, uh, my, like, uh, my 
Dr. Angrybot like stream comments that pop up, you know, the timed ones. Because for a really long mm-hmm. time, I changed my Twitter uh, to Dad Bod Place, and for a really long time, it was still posted. Find me at A Flare. That I was like, ah, uh, yeah, that's not right. You're all <laughs> that, whoops. That's, that's not correct, guys. Uh, I am in fact not at A Flare anymore. Um, since uh, Scott's our guest, let's hop him with Scott first. For Scott, what do you what are you playing right now? Uh, right now, I've just been playing uh, Tales of Vesperia a lot. I've been playing some of that and, and replaying as many Kingdom Hearts games as I can before the. Uh, I hear there's a new one coming out soon, so I just want to be yeah. And Japan, ready for Japan that. gets it tomorrow. I'm so jealous. They actually had it yesterday. Are you serious? Lucky, yeah. Lucky dogs. Yeah. Yeah, trying to play all, <laughs> trying to play all of these uh, seventy plus hours. All right, um, Scott. So other than uh, other than those, anything else you've been playing? No, that's uh, that's really been the the majority of my time. I've been doing a lot of stuff, kind of uh, for the for rational passions. We got a pretty cool um, Kingdom Hearts video I'm putting together right now to release on Monday kind of a yeah. collaborative piece with some people so i've been orchestrating that and recording footage and audio and editing the whole video thing together so i'm looking forward to that so that's been keeping me really busy so i just uh i need to know this who does your graphics for rational passions because whoever is doing the graphics is doing amazing fucking work i love the way you guys have uh, that your stuff set up, especially when you're showcasing what's coming out, or especially like what you're releasing for the week. I don't know who's doing your graphic packages, but they are killing it. Yeah, um, in terms of the stuff like we post, um, like the out this week, or the stuff we have on Instagram or uh, Throwback Thursdays, uh, George Alvarez put or George Cruz Alvarez put those together, um, put the templates to for those together. Um, and then in terms of the borders and lower thirds, um, a lot of the video graphics are done by uh, Mike Burgess and myself. I do, I've done some as well. Um, uh, all the graphics and effects for this Kingdom Hearts thing are done by me. I've done um, overlays and graphics and things for us. So it's primarily like the things we post on Twitter uh, with uh, Definitely George. Mike does a lot of the video stuff, and uh, I assist where needed, making making stuff too. So. I mean, other than the content, which I I love that you guys are putting out, the Irrational Passions aesthetic is so flawless. <laughs> like you guys have this this look that is Irrational Passions. Like when there's a post and I haven't seen what it says yet, I already know it's Irrational Passions. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. we're we're definitely working on. We're adjusting it slightly. We like some of the graphics and the simpler aesthetic that we have for some of our labels in our Game of the Year content videos. So we're shifting some of our other lower thirds and graphics to match that style. So we're kind of going through a bit of a an update process, but it's uh, that's very kind of you to say. I shall for sure relay it to the rest of the guys. Let them know. Let And if they want to... Uh... Give them my phone number, and I will stroke their egos verbally. <laughs> uh, George, uh, George, what are you playing right now? Uh, I've been playing a lot of Battlefield Five with my brother, and I'm jonesing to play Resident Evil, but my wallet says no right now, so I'm sad. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, Resident Evil 2 looks so amazing to me. Um, and I can't wait to get back into that. But yeah, Battlefield 5 with my brother has been a lot of fun. I've uh, been squatting up and, and doing doing that thing. So what about you, Anthony? I've been playing uh, a lot of Rocket League. That game is so fucking fun, man. I, I think I've gushed about it already on the podcast, but just toy cars playing soccer is such a wild concept that on paper shouldn't work, but in execution, it's so flawless. <laughs> It's so goddamn flawless, and I love that game so much. Um, next up, I have been playing uh, Blackout Mode on Black Ops. Uh, I don't know. It gra- it's got me by the balls at the moment, and it's, like, really all I want to play. But uh, I'm not very good at it, so it doesn't make for, like, exciting streams when I stream it. But when I've been playing with people like Major Hacks on PlayStation and some other uh, random people who have become uh, permanent PlayStation friends, uh, the I seem to be better at it. But I'm definitely not one of those like super entertaining uh, Black Ops or Blackout players yet. But maybe one day. I think uh, Rocket League is more what I'm more entertaining than that. But between those two games, that's really what I've been playing. Uh, I want to jump in soon to... Uh, I bought D- Hack GU for PS4 on nice. Black Ops from, from GameStop. So um, <clears throat> back in the PS2 era, and I want to say... This is probably before I got out of high school. The original Dot Hack came out, so I want to say 2002, maybe even my senior year, 2003, is when they started releasing the Dot Hack games. And uh, um, I jumped real heavy into the first two, uh, mainly because they had the anime with them. Each each uh, I, I burp. Uh, mm-hmm. each each episode of the actual game had an actual uh, DVD that came with one episode of the anime. So as you're playing the game. You know, you're watching an anime, and it's supposed to be a complete story because what's happening in the game is what's happening into the game, and then what's happening in the anime is what's happening out in the real world via outside of the game within the game. <laughs> it's I, I feel like I'm not saying it correctly, but it was just a super cool concept. It wasn't until probably like 2007, 2008, where I got back into it, um, ended up buying all four games, and, and was able to, uh, to complete the whole series. Uh, but finding those on PlayStation 2 once the Xbox 360 PS3 era came out was mm-hmm. super, uh, super hard. It, it was like... Uh, Fourth like game was so expensive. Well, it was like going to GameStops, random GameStops, and being like, hey, do you guys have the any of the Dot Hat games? Because at this point, they were still selling uh, used PS2 games. Mm-hmm. And, and and I did get lucky in finding all four at, uh, at GameStops. Like, the first two were easy to find, but yeah, the third and fourth oh, wow. one took a couple random game stops to kind of just pop in and be like, Hey, you get, you guys have this. Um, I may have bought one off of a, um, anime retail site that, uh, I used to buy all my initial D DVDs off of <laughs> God initial D hit nice. me hard. Um, I know it's not a video game, but, but initial D just needs, I need to shout it out because, because we're going to swing back to, video games is where it's related that the pizza place in sonora that back in 2007 had the actual uh, initial d racing machine oh that's cool that pumped out the uh that like the the save card and everything and it's so random because uh sonora just generally has like nothing and i remember going there and like the people at the pizza place would be like you're an adult <laughs> I'm, like, fuck. I'm like yeah fuck you i'm an adult I waited my whole life to do this shit. But uh, <laughs> Doc Hat GU, I, I put just a little bit like of time in it. I kind of got through the beginning part. Um, I forgot how like long those Dot Hack tutorials are, and how just kind of like 
boring and dramatic they are <laughs> to set up the <laughs> just how serious <laughs> the world is. Um, but yeah, that, that's what I've been playing. Sorry that took so long. It was a very long roundabout way of talking about three games. Dot hack GU. It's I always when I played it on uh, last year or the year before when it came out in that bundle on PS4. I had forgotten how easy it was to like power level and like grind so fast to max level, and then you just like destroy everything the rest of it. See, I'm gonna have to look that up because I <clears throat> I just remember when I when I originally started the first game back in like 2003 2002. Um, I remember getting to a point where I was just stuck and getting my butt kicked. But then when I <laughs> when I re started playing it again in like 06 i was like holy shit this is really easy like it's all in your armor and your, and, and your weapons and i remember being like i can't believe i thought this was hard but um you know like certain things with with time you just grasp yeah. it easier my, ver my, my, my very first playthrough of final fantasy tactics was similar to that like i remember firing it up and i'm like holy shit this is tough and then like six months went by and i played it again and i was just like oh this isn't so bad like <laughs> No, no, you're you're absolutely correct on that because my, when I bought Final Fantasy Tactics in like oh oh four, same thing. Like, man, this game's fucking hard. I don't get it. And then um, I eventually purchased it way later on on mobile, and I was like, oh man, this game is really easy. What was I thinking? Yeah, no, it's a, it's a great game too once you get into it. Oh yeah. Also, Final Fantasy VIII was that game for me. The junction system. The I beat that game once. Um, the, the very first playthrough, I beat that game, and I had no concept of the junction system the whole game, except for, like, little, like, things here and there, like, to make my strength. Mm -hmm. And then my second playthrough, the junction system just clicked. And I was like, oh, oh, I get it. <laughs> this and could here... have been so much easier. <laughs> Hello, Squall. You can make yourself basically yeah. gods with the junction that's, system. It's that's so the... broken. I'm like, hello, Squall. And... Welcome to godhood. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, but yeah, that that's that that is what I've been playing. So I, uh, I I went on a couple tangents there. But let's take a small break to give you an ad from the wonderful George. Who is it again? <laughs> uh, some some just some guy, just some guy, talking about Flipboard. We'll be right back, everyone. Hello, everybody, and thank you for coming back, and thank you to Flipboard for being our sponsor for the show, and thank you to Anchor for having such an easy an easy way for us to record this podcast and with the ad support uh anchor you are doing the lord's work so we are uh back with scott from irrational passions and obviously my main man's george uh my brother from another mother and my heterosexual life mate that's me um so topic one so so with scott here and scott works for rational passions a lot of the questions today are going to be kind of geared towards games media and picking your brain scott on um you know what you guys do at Irrational Passion sure. in the hopes that George and I can make Dad's Beards Nerds a better, more complete package off of your guys' example because I look up to uh, Irrational Passions the same way I look up to IGN, uh, Kotaku, GameSpot, kind of funny. Uh, you guys are a dedicated news source on the internet and that I derive... Um, God damn it, I can't find the word, but that I derive part of what makes me me from... Uh, so I just well, thank you. I've got you here and I want to pick your brain up. So topic sure. one. Um and, and, and George and I will discuss on why we chose this as well, but it, sure. the main topic is, is is on you, Scott. So why games media? 
what brought you to start writing and working with irrationalpassions.com? That can also be broadened and just mm-hmm. what what brought you to start writing and working uh, like with video games in in, in a media mm-hmm. news type perspective. Sure. Uh, well, I originally playing like from high school and into college, I wanted to for a long time get into actually making video games. That's what I got my uh, college degree in. Uh, um, and from there, it kind of worked out where I didn't get into the game making industry. Um, I did do, I have done and still do um, 3D modeling and animation work kind of on a freelance basis in addition to my graphic illustration and some design work. But I just slowly kind of came to the realization that I had more fun kind of reflecting and talking about what was happening in the games industry and games and kind of predicting and looking at trends, the more analytic side of things than I ever did making the games at like when I was in school and I had more fun doing it and I know more about it. Um, so that's kind of what started shifting me more towards the, the game's media side of things. And in terms of how I ended up at Irrational Passions, it, it actually is kind of a a crazy story a few years ago before i even knew alex or much or anything about rational passions i had started a game website with some friends out in michigan that i'm uh, personal friends dashing nerds and that was working out for a few years uh, a year or two year and a half i think and um my, my vision and kind of what i wanted to do was kind of different from what the other people want to do so i decided instead of harming like my personal friendships with them i was like okay i'm just gonna kind of break off and kind of do my own thing and from there i did some little freelance pieces for a website games at dusk um and that wasn't really jiving with me well either and then on one of our friends podcast pete spacia he's the host and creator of the Smash Brothers centric podcast, Show Me Your News. Mm-hmm. Um, I was on there on the same episode that Alex O'Neill, the editor in chief, uh, our editor in chief from Irrational Passions, was on. And we got to, like, I don't know how it came up, but mm-hmm. it came up that both Alex and I really liked the Tales series, especially Tales of Asperia. So I started talking to him from that and. After I had left Games at Dusk, I hit up Alex and was like, hey, are you looking for writers? I'm looking for a place to kind of do some writing. And you guys seem like a like a place that really kind of jives with me and that I could do a lot of cool things with and share a lot of the same values and passions. So ended up beginning of uh, last year is when I really came on board. And my first article with the site was my games of uh, 2017, my game of the year list for 2017. So, um, and that's kind of how I ended up at Irrational Passions and just keeps growing from there, man. That's awesome. You kind of took a, like a roundabout way of doing it when, you know, doing it on your own and then freelancing mm-hmm. and then be, you know, coming into Irrational Passions. Yeah. Um, the similarities in, in this industry, in the games media industry, whether you're small or big, 
Um, I find the similarities between that and music. Um, I did. I was in a lot, like a couple bands over the years, and and like <clears throat> I, I feel like the transition was almost like kind of seamless because you have to start something from scratch. And like mm-hmm. you said, especially in most of the bands I've been, I've been in fr- you know in bands with friends, or in bands with my friends. And like you said, in, in order to harbor those friendships, as opposed to uh, driving a wedge between them because something wasn't exactly going your way, you know, you kind of you got to kind of bow out because the majority mm-hmm. wants wants to do something you don't want to do. Um, and th- as with uh, what you were saying, with fuck, what was the name of the first uh, game sim you did with your friends? I'm sorry. Uh, dashingnerds.com. So dashing nerds. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like it, dashing nerds. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, with dashing nerds. It was bow tie themed. So, logo, uh, <laughs> I had a big bow tie. So if you guys ever did, if you guys ever did video podcast content, you would all have bow ties on. Yes, I love it. The aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Only from I like to think though that you guys are wearing like uh, tuxedo t-shirts as well. I think we might have. We had like an announcement video we posted on the on the channel um and on youtube announcing that we were doing it and we were all wearing bow ties and like button-ups uh, <laughs> we, we we did have that fancy yeah but uh it's it's wild as i talk to more people in the games uh like like media industry i find like the similarities between games media and actually like being in the music industry are very very close other than the fact that one is in music and one is in uh games media but finding people that you click with and are on the same page with is mm-hmm. uh, like, I get it. It's hard. And at times, uh, you know, people's wants and needs and, and the direction they want to take uh, for the content, they go different directions. You, get, you do have to part ways, which mm-hmm. is why uh, I've been very fucking lucky to find George. Uh, allow me to stroke George's ego here for a moment. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how and why, the universe brought me George, but for some fucking reason, we're always on the same page. I don't quite understand it myself, but um, like generally, we're usually thinking the same thing for for any particular piece of content, which which helps out a lot. And I hope it stays that way forever. Uh, and if it ever doesn't, I'm taking him to couples counseling. <laughs> <laughs> Who gets the dog? Uh, actually, George probably, because I just feel like he's. He, I, I I haven't had a. A, like a legitimate mainstay animal for a while, so that dog might die under my care. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, do you know hey, how to feed it and water it? Come here, Poochie. I got a little treat for you. Throw, uh, throws Tide Pod to the dog. <laughs> oh, no. Tide Pods are so 2018. Oh my gosh. Uh, I'm eating them right now. They are delicious. I probably won't be alive for another year, but whatever. Um, dude, that's, that's interesting. So you had this roundabout way of kind of going like almost like three steps or two. Mm-hmm two steps until you got to Irrational Passions where it was uh, starting the, the games media site with your friends, kind of doing some freelance stuff, and then ending up with Irrational Passions. Um, that is one thing I like about mm-hmm. Irrational Passions. Well, one of the many things is uh, you guys are so easily approachable. Uh, yeah. And I, I I feel like that goes with not being like like too, too big yet. But I feel like even if you guys were this big media site like IGN, you would still be just as easily approachable. I would I would hope so. Um, really, in the past year, because last year, right at the beginning, they brought on um, Quinn, Mike, and I pretty much all at the same time. And from there, um, at least from what the senior staff has said, that this, that's when the site really started picking up. And like there was an actual like legit 
editorial staff and that they could do a lot of stuff and things like that. Cause Alex has been running the irrational passions podcast or rational podcast eight years or something like it, 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 he's been doing it a long time. And I think Logan, I don't know honestly how long everyone's been there. I think Logan's been there a few years, but um, it's been very exciting the past few years just and being part of like this big swell and hearing the upper staff talk about just how crazy things are getting in the growth and being part of that i feel very privileged and lucky to be part of such really genuinely really nice guys like everyone uh is incredibly easy to talk to and supportive and you can really bouncing ideas off of each other and just Um, very accepting of everyone's ideas has been great do you guys get review copies of games i don't know if you're able to answer that or not fuck yeah you guys are already there you guys are already fucking there god damn it i love you guys yeah Um, you guys are are, are, are there man you get review copies of games oh man i i I want us to be there so bad not because i want free games but i just want to be like that's right that's bridge nerds yeah yeah we get review copies of games (laughs) it's definitely a nice uh it's definitely nice. We're, we're slowly getting there. Um, like right now I'm bouncing. Um, we got an Ace Combat 7 review code that I've been, uh, we got that like the day before the game released. So I've been trying, I've been plugging along with that um, to have a review up in the next week or so. And then I got Etrian Odyssey from Atlas. Um, yeah. And I did a big stream and pre-release stuff with that. That's very cool. That's been a lot of fun. Mike, uh, Mike has some indie games we're working on right now, so it's a lot of really cool stuff. And it is w- when you get your first review code, it's, it is a great feeling. Um, so I definitely look forward to you guys hitting that and starting to get codes. But at the same time, with those review codes, it's you have to really keep your head on straight because because we aren't an IGN or like a huge huge place, we have a lot to prove. So it's these companies like your Bandai, the indie developers, stuff like that. It's like they're taking a risk. They're yeah. literally losing money trusting that we will provide for them a service and create content for them, you know? Um, yeah. So it's like we can't, especially at this point, now that we're starting to get a, a, a bit more and from bigger outlets and stuff like that, it's like, okay, we cannot fuck up, you know? It's like we have to do really good stuff. We have to plan it out. We have to do it in a timely manner if something's going wrong we have to figure out why a lot of back and forth and it just kind of growing that repertoire with different pr firms and different contexts is is very important so well you guys look the part we um, try like like well, well no, I, i'm not that 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 was not a backhanded compliment no. you guys are doing fucking phenomenal content uh regardless but what, what i'm trying to get at is is I think that with like, like I was saying with your guys' aesthetic mm-hmm. and your graphics packages and stuff, um, even if you guys weren't pumping out good content, I think that a company would put would put a risk or would take a risk on you guys because you 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 have your guys's from the the outside looking in from a, a a looks perspective from an aesthetics perspective, it looks like you guys got your fucking shit together. 
And I know that you guys have your shit together when it comes to the content because I, I ingest your guys' content on a daily basis. But even if it was a company that didn't really know you guys, if I were some uh, game developer XYZ and I was trying to get review copies out to people who mm -hmm. I thought would matter, I would see you guys and be like, oh, obviously those guys matter. So if you sucked, I'd be like, oh, shit, my bad. They look really great, though, you know? <laughs> yeah. Appearance is, is definitely... Alex has done a fantastic job. Um updating the site and making it look really, really nice. He just uh, did a bit of an update this past Thursday or Friday, and uh, he, he puts in so much work, and it, it really is. He motivates the rest of us, and all the senior staff really motivate um, us to push ourselves and really think through things and critical articles and critical thinking, things like that. It's uh, And I think that's where that all, that professionalism, we, even though we are hold ourselves to a standard where we want to be professional uh, appearing. We, we, we want to appear professional and with good content. And we know that we we are growing and the sky's the limit, I, I think we feel. So that's what we're we're shooting for every time. So That's awesome. God damn it. God damn it. I love you guys so much. <laughs> yeah, thank you. George, what do you got to say on this? Oh, man, I, I'm just, you know, so humbled to be actually talking with you uh scott but yeah no it's 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 i i dream kind of those same dreams of being able to get to that point where we're we're getting review copies for games to to review because right now it's if we're doing it it's it's definitely coming out of our own our own pocketbooks but mm -hmm. it, it's because it's something i enjoy doing and something anthony enjoys doing too we've really yeah it, it wasn't something we originally found ourselves planning on making content mm -hmm. for but we really enjoy doing it so um Hopefully one Fuck day we yeah, get there. Yeah. I know we will. Yeah, and honestly, I think what you guys got, you guys have written content and stuff you can show. I would suggest just start throwing, like, doing research and trying to just shoot emails at PR companies. Just include some examples of your content, what you want to do, the kind of content you want to create for the reviews. Maybe do some stuff in addition to simply reviews. I mean, don't go after the triple a games that everyone will be going for because those are i mean even we don't get like the crazy triple a ones we don't get the kingdom hearts and things like that and, that, and damn it scott that, i wish you would have told me that sooner i literally just emailed square Enix. i mean <laughs> I, 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 I name dropped you specifically it, scott white it doesn't scott hurt white we can have a copy of kingdom hearts yeah. 4 it, it never hurts to ask i mean you can send it to everywhere you're just much more likely um, like, especially like indie publishers, it's like, look at a cool indie game. Like Katana Zero looks fantastic. They're, they're being, that's being published by, um, Devolver, um, Evo Land's coming to Switch. Little things like that. Just finding those smaller games, finding the PR contact, reaching out and be like, Hey, this is who we are. Here's our site. Here's some examples of our content. We'd really like to, uh, the chance to be added to the list to potentially receive uh, review code and worst case they say uh no no or just not respond and best case you will get a email back and i'll be okay we'll put you on the list thank you for reaching out we can't guarantee anything but it starts that dialogue and that yeah. dialogue is incredibly important and that's where you just start building the repertoire or the rapport i should say with the, with those pr contacts and getting your name out there so that's in terms of review copies, that's the best advice I can give is just start shooting out emails with 
examples of your work and what you want to do. So, if we could get some sort of deal with Motion Twin and Hopo Games, I would be so fucking happy. <laughs> Shoot out those emails. Yep. Uh, we're gonna have to start Hopo, working on that. Hopo, I've contacted on my own. They're a little hard. I feel like they're a little harder to get to get a hold of because they're not on Twitter very much. And I gotta find their email. But they're the ones who did uh, Risk of Rain, which is one of my like all-time favorite games. Oh, okay. And um, I really, really want to uh, review Risk of Rain too. But here, here's the thing: you guys are like, what I'm worried about is doing a review, and I want to keep our. I, I definitely want to keep my integrity. If someone sends us a, re a review copy and let them know that if I don't like this game, I'm gonna say I don't like this game and why I don't like this game. Um, is there ever a a fear with being um, a games media site that if you re negatively review a game that 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 they won't send you any more copies of reviews or may go to other video game companies and say, whoa, whoa, these guys gave us a bad review don't send them games or is it is that something in the industry that that just doesn't exist and and most video game companies whether they're indie or bigger games or mid-tier know that yeah you by you sending us this game doesn't guarantee that we're going to give it a good score or a good review and you are pretty much mm -hmm. opening yourself up to our opinion on this whether it be a good game or a bad game um i i am i would imagine there are studios out there that do feel that way or expect some sort of um bump just for giving you a code but i i and i can't speak for even the other members of rational passions and especially not for gaming journal as a whole but i've never felt i know oh, there have been games that i've reviewed and i've looked at that i just was not a huge fan of it didn't rub me the right way but i think it's important especially with reviews is not to just beat it down like beat it like a dead horse you don't want to try and as much as you can find some sort of balance or give some sort of justification have it be a critical give examples do critical thought on the things you do have a problem with why do you find them be a problem? What? How does that impact the game? Why are you paying it for that? For that issue, is it something that it's it's more a gripe you personally have, or is it something towards the game? Try not to be impartial as much as you can. Um, yeah. I I've never received an email from any PR people saying, uh, "I'm sorry." Uh, can you adjust your score or things like that? I've, I've never seen or received anything like that um, from game, uh, from reviews I've done and sent to publishers. So um, I think it's just, you, you, you can't sound like a troll in with games you don't like. I think, I think that's the important thing. I got you. As long as you come in with constructive criticism as opposed, or 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 valid complaints as opposed to just being right. like, I didn't like this game because the walking was too slow and slow walking's for losers. It, exactly. Like, okay, my argument would be, does the slow walking is it a gripe? Use but like, do I just not like slow walking because I don't want to take my time? Like, I just want to breeze through a game, so I want things to be fast. I want to get. Point A, point B, done. Fast travel, fast travel. Or does the slow walking hinder perhaps 
um, just a slow movement impact combat in a way that it makes it difficult to dodge attacks by referencing that it's like okay that's kind of a, a realistic gripe that this this mechanic doesn't jive well with what the rest of the game is doing yeah. um, I think that's a that can be a way I don't think any publisher or developer would necessarily oh I can't believe he didn't like the slow walking because it because he felt like impacted combat or whatever just as an example the slow walking was a game feature (laughs) the slow walking was the witness (laughs) i don't know if anybody's ever played the witness but it is uh very very slow Mm -hmm. i get what i get what they're trying to do i I believe that's the witness god damn it the one oh no everybody's gone to the rapture wow i'm wrong everybody's gone to the rapture was uh was very slow but i get it it was their aesthetic but I want I, I like post apocalyptic games, especially when they involve mm-hmm. like the biblical rapture. Just mm-hmm. for the, I think that's a really fucking cool concept. But it was just so slow, and I was like, I can't do this. Oh god, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. And like, and I think that's saying that's fine too. It, but just I don't think you can say it sucks because it's slow and I hate it. It's like yeah. You know, you can't just be like, I hate it because it sucks. It's like, that says nothing. <laughs> I hate it because it sucks. I hate it because it sucks. Like, you can't write that. I think I think publishers would see that and be like, yeah, they were, we're probably not going to give them a code yeah. code again. I, 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 I feel the same way because in my review of Battlefield Five, you know, I was just like, there's a lot of things that I kind of hammered on the game about, but I listed out and explain mm-hmm. my, my reasoning and i was just like you know this impacts this negatively and this is why i think it needs to be changed and you know i have a lot of i have a lot mm-hmm. of friends that are in the in that in the development team and stuff so they you know it was like I, mm-hmm. I i still enjoy the game but there were still things wrong with it so it was like i had to cut that middle ground you know but uh yeah i, I did it in a way that what again like anthony said you have to be constructive with your criticism if there is criticism mm-hmm. you can't just be well this game's dumb Right, because like you said, it says nothing. I would just love—I would just love to see that. Like for like a week, there's this marketed review. Like, all right, guys, dad, the the dad's beards nerds, Kingdom Hearts three review drops this Saturday, so be ready. It's gonna be monumental. And then they get the review. It's got this great graphics package. A lot of money's been put into it, and it's just like. It's just me going. This game sucks because it sucks, and then the end. Jeez. This game sucks because Mickey Mouse is stupid. It, 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 it. And Donald it would keeps be like, casting fire. It would be like uh, Kingdom Hearts. You get it. You put it into your, mm. your theme. And it's just like one cutscene. Uh, you hit one uh, shadow with your with your keyblade. And then it's like thin. <laughs> Game's over. And then you're just like, what the fuck just happened? Well, that was anticlimactic. <laughs> Or, like, just come in and say something so, like, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And be like, uh, uh, yeah, uh, it just literally the, uh, of the uh, the game case. And they'd be like, mm-hmm. and that's my review. I don't like the box art. Two out of ten. This box art sucks. It sucks Too so many bad. I didn't even put it in. <laughs> that's why I'm not playing the Final Fantasy VII remake, because the, the supposed box art that's on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> the thing looks terrible. <laughs> okay, let's, uh, let's hop into topic two. So, uh, Scott, what actually this one's pretty much just for you because George and I are mm-hmm. still starting it out. What advice could you give to people wanting to jump into games media 
and what skills could they acquire or work on before or beforehand to help them achieve their goals? Uh, I guess just really just write. If you want to be a writer, just write things. Do little takes and um, start a little. I mean, it's so easy to start a website now, like WordPress and Squarespace, things like that. It's a it, it's a low barrier of entry. So just start a vlog. If you want to be a writer, start practicing writing. It's like any form of art, really. Um, yeah. You just got to start doing it. Um, if you want to make videos, I mean, there's tons of video editing programs out there, and it's all, it, it's much easier now to capture footage for video games than it used to be. Just put together like a little review, write up a little script for yourself and just start doing it. And from there, once you have some work examples and you're liking it, you can either shop yourself around and see if any smaller sites or big sites are looking for more writers and try and get on there. That's kind of what I, I mean, that's what I did with Rational Passions, just reaching out to Alex and seeing if they need it, if they would be interested and, and just kind of go from there. But just, just do it. Just, just like Shia LaBeouf says, just do it. You know? Don't let your dreams just be dreams. Exactly. If um, you want review codes, just shoot out emails <laughs> asking for review codes, you know? Am I allowed to send a business sext to these companies? Stating I, stating that I want a review code. What if it's just me in mm -hmm. a very Burt Reynolds Playgirls Playgirl nineteen seventies fashion, but instead of my junk being exposed, I'm holding a uh, mock up game case of the game that I want a review code for. I mean, it'll probably be memorable. I mean, they might pass your picture around the office, and it might help you. I don't know. I don't know. I think it would depend on the, the publisher for the, uh, <laughs> the PR firm. What was it? What was it? Uh, the, the game that made like you take your sexual energy into a gun? Was it Gal Gun? Yes. Yeah. Well, and, and it you definitely girls with like your your heart gun and it, like blows up their skirts and stuff. We're definitely getting a review copy of the next Gal Gun if we send that. There you go. <laughs> um, so so. I, I, I love what you're saying. That advice is kind of a iron sharpens iron. Mm -hmm. um, I can, I can vouch for that with the reviews that George and I've done. I, I feel like uh, from the first reviews we've both done to the current reviews we've done or our most current reviews, I feel like with every review we put out, it gets better and better. Now, mm -hmm. like when, when it comes to, to the way I handle the reviews, um, and I know George has always had had a better approach on the reviews, and I've always thought the structure of George's reviews was way better, more on a journalist's journalistic standpoint. The way I saw the reviews when I first started it was more, and it, it's still kind of the way I try to do it. It's just getting better, mm -hmm. um, like phonetically, phonetically, whatever. Uh, I feel the structure is getting better, but the way I try to do the reviews when I do mine is when I am excited about a game and I am telling my friends about the game. Um, I don't expect my reviews to be perfect. Uh, I know I'm going to fuck up in some way. I'm definitely not uh, very good at, you know, essay writing, stuff like that. So mm -hmm. I wanted to take, put my own little spin on it um, and make it in a sense of me telling a best friend about, like, the first time I told friends about Star Ocean, the second story, where I'm just super excited about it. Oh, my God. I've played that game super so many fucking game. times. Love it. Love the um, Star Ocean games. Well, most of the Some of them. But with each review, I am noticing that my... Not only are my reviews getting longer, mm -hmm. uh, 
but the review process has allowed me to um, notice more about games. It's kind of like the same way playing fantasy football allowed me to enjoy football more as a whole as opposed to just in my team. Mm -hmm. And uh, you're absolutely right about just doing it and getting getting out there and writing and making content. Same with the podcast. George, George mm -hmm. and I started this podcast just doing it via our phones and like the over the last what seven months george we've i feel like the podcast has evolved eight or seven times already into what it is now and it's currently mm -hmm. ever evolving and it's like that iron sharpens iron where if you want to be better at something or or, or get good like mm -hmm. the, only, the best way to do it other than reading up on it is to just fucking do it mm -hmm. and make mistakes and learn from those mistakes and one thing i think is really really important and i and i learned this most from my time on twitch it's and it can be applied to writing it can be applied to building a website or anything it's like don't i wouldn't don't anticipate you're going to don't do these things with the sole intention of becoming incredible like you're the next greg miller or things like that don't do it for the sole reason to become like nerd famous you know do it because you like it. Do it because you're passionate and you love what you're talking about and you love what you're doing. When you do that, that'll come through in your writing or your videos or your live streams or your podcasts. And that will be what pulls people in and that passion. Doing things because you're passionate about it and you want to do it, not because you hope to be famous or you hope to get one million subscribers on YouTube or some partner on Twitch. I mean, that those are great aspirations to have, but don't let those be the driving factors because you'll just make yourself depressed. Definitely, if that's that. your main goal. Because it, even so many people do like let's plays now, and podcasting is a lot easier. And so many people, I think, do podcasts in the hopes that they will be the the next big podcast and it's certainly possible that they might be they might get the lightning in the bottle but more often than not you will not be the next huge podcast but if you're passionate about what you're talking to, about and you love the topic and you're consistent and you're just constantly getting better that will just keep bringing it it'll be a slow burn you'll just slowly grow and that passionate will just keep spreading and growing and I think that's the, the most important tip I guess I could do. Yeah, we do what you love because you love it. We definitely have that, that passion. We started doing this because it was fun to do together. Mm -hmm. And and it has been a slow burn, but man, it's it's burning now. We're we're in my opinion mm -hmm. I though every time we check our, our listens I'm just blown away by how many people listen to us and it's amazing. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. I really enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. I I got like I said, I I got lucky in finding george randomly through uh selling beer uh like it's i got i got lucky i i, I could have very easily been in, been in your boat like like you were saying where you know you find some people and you kind of like go in different directions and you mm -hmm. gotta stop but for some reason george and i seem to always be on the same page and, he, and even when we're not like we're very easy to talk to and we talk mm -hmm. to each other and we, like we figure out a happy medium which has been rare i think maybe like once We've been not not at odds, but like I think we mm -hmm. should do this. I think we should do that. Well, what if we did this, this, and this? Yeah, that'll work. You know, like we just yeah, we're, we're just easy to get along with. Mm -hmm. 
I love it though, because I get a lot of uh, like especially with the Twitch channel, someone coming like, oh, you're the loud guy, huh? And I'm like, well, yeah, but luckily, like, I'm the loud guy always. George can attest for this. The people I work with can attest for this. <laughs> he is the loud guy like, all the time. <laughs> yeah, we're always like, I, I can't tell you how many times I've had coworkers be like, is he always like this? And my wife's like, yes. Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, fuck. We thought we, we thought it was just something at work. And she's like, no, he is always like this. And we have three we have three boys. And she's like, and I, we have three children that are just like him as well. <laughs> I just feel sorry um, for her. But, but I mean, like, when it comes to, to the podcast, I definitely have a uh, a audio aesthetic that, that I'm trying to keep. I am loud. Uh, I, I kind of say things off the cuff, and I like that as my sort of podcast persona, even though it is me in real life as well. Mm-hmm. But um, I just – I've always been – very like loud uh borderline obnoxious but in a good funny like like uh good <laughs> good mannered way mm-hmm. um but i definitely get what you're saying like don't if uh, i i don't mind people making this goal to be what makes them money but you're absolutely oh, yeah you're you're absolutely correct though. like you kind of can't like you can have that goal but it can't be your main goal starting off like you've got to yeah. have like okay my main goal is growth or like especially with us with small goals it mm-hmm. was like we started off and it was like, okay, first goal, start the podcast, get it out there. And then mm-hmm. second goal was, you know, um, start upgrading. Like I just got my, my stuff upgraded to the point where George is at now. So now I'm caught up with George, which has made mm-hmm. our podcast phenomenally more better. <laughs> I don't know if that's the correct way of saying mm-hmm. it, but, uh, much I mean, more better. One day, yeah. Much more better. I hope that one day this can, <laughs> this can grow into us being able to get some sort of a studio oh yeah or you know something like that that's really far down the line but Mm -hmm. what we are seeing is incredible growth like george said uh growth way higher at this point than i thought we would have been i thought at this point where we're getting 2000 plus plays a month i really thought we would be getting that maybe a year and a half down the line not six to seven months in so Mm -hmm. we're resonating with somebody we're resonating with with a group of people which is fucking awesome and it makes me so happy that people are ingesting the content and enjoying the content um oh, yeah. it, it just it's a special feeling it's it's like when i would get people being like oh i really love the music you guys are making like i just fucking love it mm-hmm. and it likes that fire under my ass oh, to, yeah. to want to make that that even better content or at least try mm-hmm. yeah and i and i don't I hope it didn't come across that you shouldn't have big dreams or aspirations. Oh, no, 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 no. You didn't, that, you didn't, that's not, yeah. Don't view these things as a get rich scheme, I guess. Don't no, go no, into no. it looking to be a get rich scheme. That's, that's my, the, the takeaway I was, I was going for. No, no, you, Dream you, big, you didn't, you didn't but come don't out expect it to happen right away. That's, uh, do it because you love it. That's wh- wh- everything you said is, is 100 million percent like, like true um agreed even if even if if money is your is your is your goal you can't have that as your main goal (laughs) that is a side goal that that maybe might come five six fuck ten years down the line um and and we all want to make money off the shit that we we all want to make money doing the shit that we love but sometimes that just isn't the case Mm -hmm. and you gotta put in time like kind of funny like they had to work for ign on their own for a very long time before they they were even what viable mm-hmm. like like making a patreon in this day and age like george and i have thrown like i'm just using patreon as yeah. an example but 
George and I, we've got a Patreon uh, system set up, not with Patreon, but like our tiers and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, Cheek, I, I, after I chatted with Cheeks Jr. on this, um, it kind of more gave me a more realistic vision on what Patreon would hold and yield. Uh, and I, I, at one point, I was a little more naive on it. I'm like, oh, Patreon after episode 10, and it, we'll have our proof of concept, and people come in, and not we'll be making money, you know, hand over foot, but we'll make enough money to get review copies and stuff. And then I talked with Cheeks uh, Jr. from, uh, from uh, Chip Tooth Gaming, and he kind of like, he kind of put it all in perspective for me. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. Like, this is why. And then I came to George and was like, I don't think we should do this yet. This is why. Mm-hmm. Laid out laid out my argument for it. So um, I totally, like, divulged on a tangent again. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, and what you're saying is completely true. I just feel like before you can have significant monetary growth, you need to to have growth in general mm-hmm. when and, and i mean that by like views plays subscribers like you gotta have that following first before anybody will give you some sort of monetary value yeah i agree because i think if you do it too soon you'll just look like you're just trying to get money and you'll just you yeah. know like your money grabbing like i almost feel like you have to you have to take your lashings first. You'd have to kind of get, go through some the rough times. You have the growing pains. You have to really kind of establish yourself, get a flow. And then once you're kind of that going, it's like, okay, we're kind of in a good spot. Maybe we can start looking at doing some of this or maybe a Patreon, things like that. So, and then, but Patreon is a whole nother thing because it's like, okay, what do we want our tears to be? Can we consistently deliver on the tiers because that would i would feel horrible about that like having a patreon tier yeah, promising that, one thing that not being me. able to consistently deliver and it's like i mean that would kill me because you're literally people are paying you for a service you are not delivering to them and yeah. that would that would kill me so it's like you have to make sure that you're to the point where it's like people can rely and they know your content that you know your quality they you're making a promise to them. It's like, if you help support us, we will provide you with this, this good stuff that you like. So just baby steps. You guys just gotta, it's like Legos. You just got the foundations and then just keep building and building and building and building. Scott's dropping that knowledge. Yeah, man. He's coming in with the knowledge bombs and just dropping it on our brains. Droppy drops. (laughs) All right. So let's move into Topic three, which is our guest spotlight on Scott White. Scott White, if you don't know from this whole thing, is the is one of the writers and content producers for rationalpassions.com. He is a Twitch streamer. Uh Scott, what's your Twitch? Uh twitch.tv slash solid snake one twenty is my is my Twitch. I love solid your snake. I, I love your Twitch name, by the way. I love it. Oh, thank you. I'm a huge Metal Gear fan, so oh. Metal Gear. Metal Gear. Was it Snake? 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 Snake. What the hell's a Russian Russian gunship doing here? uh, My favorite line from, uh, like, any of the Metal Gears that I've totally always played is, Holy fuck, you're at the giant robot. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, I believe that was from uh, Metal Gear 3 uh, Solid, Solid Snake Fighter. It's my favorite. It's a good one. <laughs> it's, the, it's the one where you fight a literal snake. Uh, it's just a normal snake, but for some reason you have a lot of trouble fighting it. It's a slippery little fella. <laughs> they're, they're wiggly. They're oh wiggly. My God. I'm face-palming so hard right now. <laughs> and at some point, it gets into a slightly larger mm -hmm. snake mech. That's still not that big. It's pretty manageable for a human being to take on, but it's got little tiny missiles, and they don't do a lot of damage. They don't hurt that bad, but it still hurts. It hurts enough for you to be like, "Ow, snake! Stop shooting <laughs> tiny missiles at me!" As a side uh, offshoot tangent of this, uh, did you either of you guys watch the YouTube video that um, Cam Clark put out, where it was David Hayter, voice of Solid Snake, and Cam Clark, voice of Liquid Snake? reciting a Metal Gear version yes, of the Night Before Christmas I as did. characters. And it was amazing. So good. Oh my god, I showed, so that, to, I showed that to my wife and she's just like, of course, it's Metal Gear themed. So <laughs> I, I did not, but I'm totally going to go with it. So I'll good. send it to you. It's, it's, it's really awesome. Alright, so there's no Beard Watch or Smooth Watch because I didn't find anybody. <laughs> Which means that uh, I won't be able to interrupt George. But George, do you like bananas? I, I love bananas. Do you like bananas? Oh, I interrupted him. I gotta keep it consistent, people. Consistency <laughs> is key. It's key in this goddamn industry. It's true. Uh, George, though, seriously, do you like bananas? I love bananas. Oh, I love bananas, too. I like to eat a banana while making eye contact with somebody, whether they're in front of me or at another table in a restaurant. That's I like the banana. Awkward. I like bananas when they're still a little green. Oh, and that's it for our guest Scott White, uh, freak of nature, liking bananas when they're green. I like pineapple on pizza too. What? Uh, so I, I like actually don't mind pizza. pineapple on pizza. It's not that bad. I don't feel like it initially belongs on it, but I will eat a Hawaiian pizza. Mm -hmm. I have a pineapple pizza in my oven right now. You son of a bitch! <laughs> Oh, hashtag, right. hashtag sorry not sorry uh, uh, hashtag pineapple goes on pizza hashtag pineapple pizza hashtag not my pizza um okay so let's uh let's take a quick break uh so we can plug out irrational passions as our next ad all right be right back everyone hi everybody i'm anthony from dad's beards nerds and i just want you to know about irrationalpassions.com making solid content for solid people and solid snakes in tiny, tiny snake mechs. Anyways, they are doing amazing work. Not only do they look the part, but they are the part. Have you heard of uh, sites, tiny little sites like IGN, Kotaku, GameStop, or GameSpot? <laughs> well, they're on a fucking level. So get on with irrationalpassions.com or else I'll, uh... oh, I won't do anything. But seriously, if you don't go to irrationalpassions.com and check them out, you are missing out. They're making top tier content for gamers media people, influencers, they are doing solid work. They are doing the Lord's work. So please, once again, that's irrationalpassions.com. Check them out on Twitter at Irrational Passions and on Instagram at Irrational Passions. And we are back. Now, real quick, quick correction. Uh, Irrational Passions Twitter is at Irrational Pod, not Irrational Passions. I'm pretty sure if you search Irrational Passions, you'll still find them, but Irrational Pod is their actual Twitter handle. So, um, we have had the pleasure of talking to Scott White today. Scott, do me a favor and plug out everything that you want to plug. 
uh, right now. It can be all of your personal stuff. Okay. It can be all irrational passion stuff. I don't care. Just plug it all out. Sure. Uh, definitely irrational passion stuff. We recently finished all of our uh, game of the year content and lists, videos from 2018. So be sure to check all those out on Irrational Passions YouTube channel. You can find youtube.com slash irrational passions. We got tons of videos. Um, right now we are starting, we have started to record, we've recorded our first episode of the first video game book club of the year with Ori and the Blind Force definitive edition. That'll be coming out here shortly. We have a brand new, uh, video review of that Mike Burgess did of Travis, uh, Strikes Back or Travis Returns, new No More Heroes spinoff. Fantastic review from Mike, so check that out. Um, and like you said, Rational Passions, we have a lot of stuff going on on Twitter at Rational Pod, we have a Discord that you can find in links on our YouTube page and on our Twitter. Instagram, we have a bunch of uh, previews and stuff going on there. So Instagram, uh, Rational Passions, and yeah, we just we have a lot of big plans. We're we're going to be going to attending Paxis as we got our press badges. So we'll be doing all sorts of cool Paxis stuff coming up here at the end of March for that. So look forward to all that content goodness and. Yeah, just keep it locked on uh, rationalpassions.com, everybody. Thank you guys so much for having me on. It's been a blast to uh, talk to you guys and hang out with you tonight. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you for coming on. It was a pleasure to, to chat with you and pick your brain. Oh, anytime. Yeah, Scott, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it so much. It just You guys at Irrational Passions, like, I can't. I can't stop gushing about you guys. I love the work you're doing. I love all oh, of you guys. You. Um, all of you are so approachable as well on Twitter. I, I think I've interacted with all of you in some way, shape, or form, and you're just, you guys are doing such just fucking awesome work by awesome people. So I just oh, thank, thank you so much you. for coming on the show. Oh, anytime. And uh, if you ever need another person for Blackout on PS4, just let me know. Uh, go ahead I'll and add there. me. I, I'm assuming you're near your PS4. I'll be, well, I'll be playing tonight. I don't know later. But I'm going to be playing after this but okay well add me on playstation and everybody who's is zell underscore 19 yeah. that's on psn okay i'm just solid snake 120 on psn so perfect okay so cool. next week's guest will be jason field the host editor and producer of dumb prov podcast he is an artist and a streamer he streams a lot on facebook so jason will be our guest next week um let's hop into the outro now Remember, if you'd like to be a part of the podcast, leave us a message via the Anchor app by going to Dad's Beards Nerds podcast homepage on Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash Dad's Beards Nerds. There you'll be able to tap the message button and leave a voice message for us to showcase, answer your questions, or just have a good laugh at what you've left us. Please don't be a dick. Make it nice or mean. <laughs> but if you're going to be mean, be constructive mean. Like, give some constructive criticism as opposed to just being like, I fucking hate your asses because uh, I've First off, you can't hate my ass because I have a nice ass, uh, and I'll send pictures to your mom. Anyways, oh. uh, so thank you so much. Uh, this week's guest was uh, was Scott White, so please go check out all of his content. He plugged it earlier. Um, until next time, I'm Anthony. And I'm George. And we look forward to making more content for you. Take care, everyone. Thanks for listening.